Welcome to High Ticket Woman, the podcast for Christian women who are relationship challenged, and they know that to make changes, it starts with them wanting more, expecting more, and becoming more. Here's your host, Debbie Cottle. Hey, this is Debbie Cottle. Welcome back to the High Ticket Women podcast. It is a beautiful day here in Mexico. The sun is shining. It's probably in the high 80s. Definitely not complaining about that. Wherever you are in the world, hopefully it's as gorgeous as it is here. Well, welcome back to our fifth episode in what I'm going to call a bit of a series here that we were starting this whole podcast off with about being an extraordinary woman, which is essentially what we mean when we talk about being high ticket, right? Okay, because high ticket is all about holding yourself to the highest level of value rather than the opposite of that, which is expecting very little of men because you don't value yourself enough. You you don't expect enough from your relationships. So today we're talking about our third essential characteristic or criteria in being high ticket, in being extraordinary. And these criteria, if you remember from the previous episodes, are specific criteria that are absolutely essential for attracting a man and holding on to a man. So wherever you are in the relationship spectrum, still looking, in a relationship but don't know where it's headed or in a committed relationship, maybe even married, but you're having challenges. So there's a lot of things that, again, qualified, you know, for the label of being extraordinary. And that list isn't inclusive, but the, the four characteristics that we're talking about, again, are things that men want and need to be attracted to a woman and stay attracted to her. So today we're on number three. So let's jump in, shall we? This third characteristic has to do with being self-sufficient. Now, I wanna talk about this one by actually sharing another story with you. I want you to imagine that you've met the man of your dreams. And we're not talking about him being perfect, but Maybe he's perfect for you, at least, you know, in your mind. (laughs) And let's say that he's in a situation where he's had a bad breakup. Now, you're not married to him at this point, okay? So you're you're dating. And he's, um, he's come out of a bad breakup, a bad situation. So this is obviously early on in your, your interactions with him. And let's say that this breakup was really rough for him and you feel bad. You feel bad for him. Maybe you don't even actually know him that well. Maybe you've only been hanging out, you know, for a few weeks or a month or so, okay? And as he opens up to you, he begins to share with you some of his situation. What you do know, <coughs> excuse me, is that you really like him, okay? And and you're really hoping he likes you too. And so let's say that because of this bad situation he was in, he finds himself kicked out of the place that he was living in. And so you get the brilliant idea 
to let him move in rent-free. Now, maybe it was your idea, maybe he brought it up, but either way, you're thinking, well, I just want to help him out, okay? Give him a break. Let him land on his feet. So, of course, you're not thinking this is going to last a long time, but now let's fast forward six months later, and here he is still living with you. And you don't want him to move out because you really like him. You like this living arrangement. You like seeing him every day. And you don't know what it would be like if he didn't live there anymore. You might not get to see him as much as you want. And let's say that he's told you he really likes you. Maybe there's even, you know, some playful, flirtatious banter going on each day. I imagine that probably is happening. There's probably some physical touch, some hugging, some kissing. Maybe you've slept with him. Maybe you're holding back from that. Either way, you've asked to know where this is going. Like, what are his real intentions? And let's say that he tells you he's not ready for a commitment. He might be in the future. He's not sure if it's going to be with you, but he does really like you. And he doesn't know. So can you please give him some time? And you're feeling kind of frustrated internally. Because here's this guy living in your home now, and it's not so much that he's living there rent-free, or so you tell yourself. It's that you're impatient. You want him to be all in. You really like where you see this going. Maybe you even think that this is your last opportunity, the last guy you'll ever meet who fits you the way he does. And so you're a little bit afraid of losing him. If you change this living situation up at all, ask him to move out or ask him to start paying rent, what might happen? Now, I share this story knowing that some of you listening are thinking, she's talking to me specifically. And some of you might even be current clients of mine. She's talking about me, you might be thinking. So I want to say this. I have multiple women right now in this very same situation. So I'm choosing to share this story, not about any specific woman, but about multiple, multiple women, because we get ourselves in situations where we now become dependent on what the guy does or doesn't do for our own emotional well-being, okay? Or for our sense of security for the future. Let me say that again. Our sense of emotional well-being is now dependent on what this guy does, okay? So instead of living our lives in a self-sufficient way, our happiness is now tied in some way to what he does or doesn't do, okay? If I ask him to move out, will he stop talking to me? If I ask him to pay rent, will he get defensive and, and, and pull away? Or, you know, do something that jeopardizes this situation we've got going on. Well, let me tell you, a high-ticket woman does not rely on a man to be happy. A high-ticket woman builds a life, again, that she loves to live. And she does this in a very intentional, determined way. Now, I want to stop and say, it doesn't mean that a high-ticket woman is never lonely. 
It doesn't mean that she's never thinking about wanting to be in a relationship. And it certainly doesn't mean that she doesn't hope for or even long for a lifelong companion. That's not what we're talking about at all, okay? We're talking about a woman who isn't waiting for a man to complete her life. I want you to imagine for a moment that it's, it's not in your future to find somebody. What if you knew that right now? What if you knew that you were going to live the rest of your life alone for whatever reason and that you don't have any control over changing that? Now, I don't, I don't want that for you. You don't want that for you. And God willing, that doesn't happen to you. But if you could look into the future and see that that was the case, what would you change now about the life you're living? Have you put any part of your life on hold, on pause, just waiting for a man? Or instead, are you willing to create, have you started to create, do you see the necessity of creating a life that you're excited about, that you're passionate about, that you wake up every day looking forward to, excited for what the day holds for you? That's what a high ticket woman does. She shows up each day with curiosity about what today's going to be like. She doesn't start the day off going, oh, this day's going to be terrible because once again, I'm all alone. No, she surrounds herself with people and situations and activities that reinforce who she is. And she doesn't expect anybody to do that for her. She knows that that's her responsibility. That's what that's what being self-sufficient is. She doesn't rely on other people to make her feel complete, to make her feel full, to make her feel needed. She goes out and builds that. She looks for people who support her, who share the same value system that she has, that spark her creativity, that fill her up emotionally, both professionally and personally. She has a job or a career that she loves. And if she doesn't, she's moving herself in that direction so that she can. She loves her recreational time. Her life is balanced and healthy and fun. She's got a good balance of time alone because she knows she needs to be alone with her thoughts sometimes. And she's comfortable with that. She's not afraid of it. She's not avoiding being alone. And so then she's trying to cram a bunch of stuff into her schedule so that she doesn't have to be alone with herself, alone with her thoughts. No, she, she knows that she needs that time to just sit and think and process and plan and reflect. But she also balances that, that out with time with her loved ones, with her family, with her friends. She's not waiting for them to reach out to her to acknowledge that she's important. She knows they're busy. She's not judging the fact that, you know, maybe there's not always full equity in who reaches out to who and when. She doesn't, she doesn't go there in her mind. She, she just simply is the kind of family member and friend that she wants from her relationships. She creates the kind of connection with people instead of waiting for them to connect it with her or create it with her, okay? Her life is complete. Okay, so now when your life is this way, 
When your life is filled with things that you're excited and passionate about doing, and you have people that you love spending time with, when you see your life as absolutely brimming over with opportunities, then guess what happens? You're not desperate. You're not in this place of mental and emotional angst of, I've got to have a man. My life is nothing without a man. Instead, it means you get to be picky, okay? When your life is that full, you, you can be choosy. You get to decide on the kind of man you want to you wanna be with and that you need to be with. And if the men you meet don't fit your standard, which, by the way, means you have to have time to reflect on what those standards are, if they don't meet that, then you move on. You don't waste any time. You don't let him move in with you and then six months later, he's still camped out in your house, okay? And what's great about that is that when your life is that full without a man already, again, you're gonna make better choices because women who come from a place of desperation and loneliness and a desire to fill a void are not picky enough. Now, I've talked about this in previous podcast episodes, but these women, they set the bar way too low. Guys barely have to lift a foot off the ground to, to step over this bar. A woman who has a really full, beautiful life doesn't, she's got that bar high. And she's not worried about the scarcity of how many guys are actually going to be able to, to step over that bar. Because again, she's coming from a much different perspective. Now, here's the really important part. What does a guy think when he sees a woman like this? A woman who has this amazing life that she absolutely loves. I'm going to tell you, okay? And how do I know this? Many, many, many years of working with men and women, okay? A man thinks, wow, this woman. In fact, I was talking with a guy just yesterday who said this very thing to me. He, he's staying, he, he's, he's visiting um, a, a friend, a female friend, uh, and he's staying with her for a few days, and he had a coaching call with me. And he was just kind of gushing about how much he admires her because she's got her life so together. And she's working on her master's degree, and she's taking salsa dancing classes, and she's, she's got all these things going on. Oh, and she's volunteering, you know, at some... Um, I don't actually remember what she's volunteering at, but it, he was impressed is the point, okay? And he was saying to me, that's the kind of woman I want. And that's what a man thinks when he sees a woman invest so much time and energy into making her life like that. He goes, how can I be a part of that? What do I need to do to be in this woman's life? The other thing he's thinking is, if you're interested in him, and he's interested in you, he's thinking, wow, she's chosen me, me. Not because she needs me or she's desperate, but because, wow, there's something about me that she thinks is special. And, and she's already got this incredible life, and now she wants me to be a part of that. How cool is that? And you know, one of the things that men fear the most when it comes to committing to a woman is that they're going to lose themselves in the relationship. That they're going to have to sacrifice all their own interests, 
all the things they love to do, all the relationships that they already have established, and that somehow they're going to be sort of absorbed into this woman's life and, well, even just maybe smothered. No man wants to feel that way. You need your man to feel like he can have his own life just like you have yours. So a woman who has invested a lot of time and energy into becoming the woman she is proud of being and the life she loves to live is a man who's not going to feel like he has to fill her up and, and by doing so he has to sacrifice himself. Now, up until this point, we haven't really, the examples I've given you haven't really been about talking about being in a truly committed relationship, right? We're talking more about the early stages of a relationship. Or, but, you know, some of you are in a relationship that's much further along, and some of you might even be married. And, of course, relationships evolve as, they, as people grow closer together. So right now we're talking more about those early stages when a guy is learning to be attracted to you. And again, no man is attracted to a woman who just jumps into a relationship wholeheartedly and comes on then way too strong, again, out of that place of des desperation. So a woman who is self-sufficient, or another way of saying this would be self-reliant, has learned to hold on to some of her independence early on in that relationship. She doesn't need a man to be constantly communicating with her, constantly coming over, constantly making dates to be with her. A high-ticket woman knows, knows how to hold on to some of her independence. And she isn't requiring a guy to show up and do everything with her. Okay, so there are things that she likes to do that he's not going to be into. And the same is going to be true for him. The message that you're communicating to him in these early stages is, Hey, I've got my life and I love my life. I would love for you to be a part of it. Because I think you're worth bringing, you know, coming into this life that I've built. But I don't need you to be a part of it because I just don't know what I would be or who I'd be without you. That's not the reason I want you to be with me. The key, of course, here is balance. How do you show interest in a man? How do you let him know that you're interested but not come on too strong, too desperate, too needy? But at the same time, let him know that... Hey, I really like you, and I really want to get to know you better. Well, again, this is part of what being a high-ticket woman is all about. Inviting him into your world, your beautiful, exciting, amazing, fulfilling life, but giving him space to enjoy his. So, whether wherever you're at in your relationship, self-sufficiency basically means taking responsibility for who you are. Who you want to be, the life you're building, the life you want to have. Sure, there are parts of that right now that you don't have full control over. How much of it, but how much of it do, do you do? I guess actually, what I really want to say is you do have a lot of control. <laughs> and if the relationship you have right now isn't everything you want it to be. So let's say you're further into the relationship than just at the beginning. Well, part of being a high-value woman is also saying, hey, I can't wait for my man to change for me to be happy. So what do I need to change about me that will change the way I view my life as it is right now? 
Because self-sufficiency at its core for a high-ticket woman is no longer being a victim of your circumstances. No longer waiting for a man to come along. No longer waiting for that man to change. No longer waiting for him to meet your needs. Whatever your circumstances are, it's up to you to change them for you. Ladies, that's a wrap for today's episode. I'll see you next week where we move on to trait four of what it means to be a high-ticket woman. For more episodes, just go to debbiecoddle.com. And while you're there, get your free copy of my guide, 10-Step Relationship Rescue Roadmap.